This is HPR episode 2827 entitled Unscripted Rumblings from my garage about my first CTF event. It is hosted by Christopher M. Hobbs and is about 14 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is I briefly discuss a CTF event I was invited to and what I plan to bring with me. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello Hacker Public Radio, hopefully you can hear me okay. Taking advantage of a uh, friend's recorder here that I borrowed to do some field recordings to record a quick episode since I haven't recorded one in quite some time. Hanging out in my garage, don't have a script, I'm in the garage because the wind uh, causes this little recorder to peek out really hard, the mics are very sensitive. It's a Tascam DR40. I'd like to get one for myself eventually. Um, but in the meantime, I borrow a friend's uh, when I want to make some recordings. Did some good field recording last night in the dark, in the woods, on a bridge, by a lake. So that was pretty cool. Um, maybe I'll put those online somewhere. But I digress. Uh, got a quick break here. My kid's playing with the neighbor kids, and uh, I'm inventorying all my stuff for an event in a couple of weeks. I got asked to be a ringer for a Capture the Flag event. I'll leave out the details um, just because I'm not sure of what all it entails and I don't know how much uh, I need to be anonymous before the event. (laughs) I mean if you if you know uh, my handle and you've listened to my previous episodes and you look at my website and that sort of thing you'll know roughly where I live, and it shouldn't be too hard to figure out who's putting on the event. Uh, it's a large it's a, it's a large organization, a small part of a large organization, and a uh, loose organization. Um, but anyway, just to avoid spoiling anything uh, for me, I'm not going to uh, give out any of those details. Just suffice to say that it's, a, I guess, a run-of-the-mill Capture the Flag event. I've never been to a Capture the Flag event. Um, I have a small business uh, where I do a lot of things with that business. It's not my primary job. My primary job right now, uh, I'm a senior engineer for Malwarebytes. And I'm not really doing anything related to the malware directly, but more things related to the provisioning of our software. Um, Unfortunately, it's not free software, but uh, I get to work with free software tools regularly. Um, But I'm building, uh, building neat systems to help people keep their computers safe. Uh, doing that all, uh, doing some programming to make that happen. But on the side, I have a small business called ASHA Technologies, A-S-C-I-A, and I do a lot of things. I provision networks, I write code, um, I train people, and that sort of thing. And one thing that I do along with all of that is uh, both penetration testing 
on the network level, on the social engineering level, um, you know, phishing and that sort of thing. And I also do physical breaking and entering for groups. Uh, naturally, this is all above the board, completely legal, under contract. The people who hire me to break into their stuff and do after-action reports and whatnot uh, own all of the stuff that I'm breaking into, so it's all legitimate. I've been doing that for a number of years, probably over a decade now. Um, been been breaking into stuff for a long time, in a part-time capacity with some subcontractors of mine. So I have real-world experience with these things. But I don't know what a uh, what a what a capture the flag event will be like. It seems to me that stealth will be near impossible because we're all there for the same reason. It's a 26-hour event, from what I understand. There's supposed to be a party afterwards. Getting a little too old for parties, but I'll enjoy the socialization. Maybe um, it's not too far from home, so that'll be nice. I can drive there. Um, there's supposed to be a social engineering aspect, a lock-picking aspect, uh, and a digital, you know, computer aspect, network aspect. I'm told that, you know, there's a lock-picking flag, there's a social engineering flag, and so on. So I don't know if you use all of the skills together to get something done. I don't know if you grab multiple flags. I know absolutely nothing about the format. So I'm sitting here while I have a break trying to inventory everything that I'm going to bring with me. I'm a little nervous about driving with a bag of tricks an hour and some change away from my home. So if I get pulled over, that will be fun to explain. I mean, they're all legal things, but when they're combined together, they look awfully suspicious, right? Um, so at the moment, you know, I'll bring a change of clothes, uh, get the boring stuff out of the way, a little, a little dop kit with some toiletries in it, um, some water, some snacks, Try and slim that down as much as possible. Maybe some <laughs> ibuprofen and caffeine pills. Uh, I don't know. Instant coffee? <laughs> we'll see what we need. I'm definitely going to stay sober when I'm there because uh, God asked to be part of this team. And I'm a little flattered to be part of the team. Um, I'm flattered that I was asked. Uh, makes me feel nice. The people on the team are in corporate environments, uh, big companies, and they work on the security teams in those big companies, and I don't. I mean, my full-time job, Malwarebytes, is maybe 600 employees, so we're not real big, and I don't do security stuff there, per se, other than to secure my own code, and my little side business is just me and a handful of subcontractors, so I'm kind of a small fish, right? Uh, so, and I don't have any certifications, I've just been doing this forever, so for me to get asked to join a team um, for the event made me feel good. I know it's a small event. I know it's not a real uh, significant thing, but it sure felt uh, nice to be asked. Um, so what I intend to bring, I'm not real sure at the moment. I'm going to bring my lockpicks because they say there's some lockpicking. Uh, they are in a sorry state, though. My rake and my double ball... And my diamond pick are all three beat up severely. And both of my tension wrenches are kind of bent. And I always have to bend them back in shape. And and it's just a mess. But I've had these picks forever. And they just keep on working. And they feel right. You know, I know how they feel. I know where the hot spots are. I've kind of worn my shape into them. So I'll bring those. Um, 
to be transparent, I've purchased almost all of the Hack 5 gear. Uh, I guess it's kind of kitschy. Uh, and I've made my own versions of a lot of their gear, but gosh, their stuff just looks so inconspicuous and it's tiny. Uh, and it's inexpensive, so why not, right? Why not buy those things? So I'll bring my Wi-Fi pineapple. And I have the rabbit, which is really cool. I love that one because it has multiple payloads. Um, it's a little bigger than the ducky. I do have the rubber ducky. Uh, I'll bring that too. But having multiple payload options is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'll bring the packet squirrel. Have that one too. I think that's all of the Hack 5 things I have. Probably bring a couple of uh, Raspberry Pi Zero Ws and some Ethernet adapters for them so that I can make a couple of Schwartzcasts. Schwartzcast? I don't know how to say that. Black Throw. You know, it's a uh, little computer running Tor, running a Tor hidden service with SSH. So you just plug it into a network and then hopefully, if it gets network connectivity, you don't have to worry too much about firewalls and things like that. Unless it's a large organization that's really watching the packets closely. Um, and then you can access that network via Tor conveniently, you know, from your home or the local cafe or whatever. And I'll bring a laptop. Um, I've got a spare laptop that I can wipe. It's not very powerful, but I can use most of my tools on there, you know. Uh, I really enjoy Metasploit. Um, Ronin is no longer actively maintained, but I write a lot of Ruby for a living, so I always like to have a copy of Ronin around because it's easy for me to quickly write plugins for it. And of course there's Set. I like Set. Social Engineering Toolkit. And Multigo. I'm not very good with Multigo, but I'll probably bring a copy of Multigo and, and Burp Suite. Also not very good with Burp Suite, but might as well bring it. Um, the team has chosen a bird-themed name, and I'll spare the details, but it's a very geeky bird name, and if you uh, are familiar with April Fools and RFCs, I'm sure you can uh, guess the name. So we're coming up with uh, all sorts of bird puns to go along with it. Um, I don't have a handle yet, so I'm trying to think of some <laughs> bird-related handles. And sticking with the bird theme, I'm going to install Parrot Linux uh, on the laptop. It's not entirely free software, but it amuses me. Uh, it's a security distribution that fits uh, <laughs> fits the bird theme. Uh, silly things to get excited about. And of course I'll give the uh, machine a bird name as its host name or some bird-related thing. I'll probably buy a burner phone or a burner sim. And not to protect my uh, anonymity, but but to help with social engineering. If there's a social engineering aspect, I do wonder if I'm going to have to call somebody. And if I call somebody from a number and I mess up, I want to have another number available so that I can call them in case I get flustered. Something I do when I do my pen tests is I always buy two burner sims. Maybe a burner phone and, a burner sim, uh, and an extra burner sim. My phone, my personal phone, has room for an extra SIM card if I take out the SD card. I can run two SIMs in it. Or I can run one SIM in an SD card. So that's also an option. I guess voice over IP is doable as well, but the quality's not always there unless the Wi-Fi is really strong. So probably get a couple of burner SIMs. Um, really, I can't think of much else. Multi-tool, right? Need a multi-tool always. But that's just part of stuff I carry every day. Um, and I'm not into the EDC culture, but 
I do have a an array of things I keep in my pockets and my bags, but I think that's about it. I can't think of what else to take with me. Um, I'm certainly open to ideas for what to take to Capture the Flag events, and if any of you have attended a Capture the Flag event, I would like to know more about them. Um, you know, I don't use Slack, and I don't use Discord. I really hate web chat a lot. Um, I don't like bloated web things. So... And I don't use social media anymore. I haven't used social media for a very long time, and so now, not even the not even the free stuff, the the Fediverse stuff. So I'm out of the loop. Uh, and if any of you have any ideas about capture the flags, please let me know. Uh, I do hang out on IRC, but that's about it. I guess I could try and join the IRC channels for these folks, but they seem to prefer Discord and Slack. So I can't talk to them, and the only information I have comes from the team. And the website is very sparse. So I'm going to be going into this thing uh, not knowing anything. So it'll be very interesting to see how it all pans out. And also, if you have bird-related handles I could go by, I would really appreciate that. That would be cool. Um, hopefully this episode will get posted before the event and I can get some feedback. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, any tips or tricks for Capture the Flag would be greatly appreciated. There's supposed to be some talks, too, so I'm looking forward to that. I hope the talks aren't too bad. The security scene in this area is not very big. I don't know a lot of them, but it's not very big, so I'm curious how well populated the event will be, how many people will be there, but I'm excited. It'll be interesting. And I'm, I wonder how well my real-world, um, I guess, for lack of better words, hacking skills, uh, <laughs> thievery skills and whatnot... Um, will carry over into this event. Maybe I'll give an after-action report as a podcast, if I think about it. Maybe too zonked. But I'll try to take notes, and I'll try to let people know how it goes. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. So with that, I think I'm going to wrap up this episode. Big free-form thing, just kind of rambling. I know it was a short one. Uh, but hopefully it was enjoyable, and um, definitely... Let me know what you think uh, about Capture the Flags, and if you have any, if you've done them, uh, let me know what that's like. And better yet, instead of just letting me know directly in the comments, why don't you record an episode? That would be a pretty cool Hacker Public Radio episode. Is a discussion of what goes on at Capture the Flag events. Would love to hear that. Okay, everybody, thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting HPR. Um, I'll leave some information about how you can contact me in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, thanks for everything, guys and gals. Happy hacking. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Sharealike 
license.